everyone, thanks so much for tuning in today. If you like what we do here and want us to continue to pump out this great content, go ahead and click that subscribe button and make sure to follow us on social media. Our episodes come out every Monday at 4 p.m. And before we head over to the podcast, I want to send out a big thank you to our sponsors. Are looking to buy or sell your home or just curious about how much it's worth in the current market? Check out alessandrodevinohomes.com. Working with Alessandra is your secret weapon to navigating the real estate market. And by ASF Sports and Outdoors, located at 1560 Post Road East in Westport. ASF, expert advice every day. And now, let's head over to the podcast. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining today. Welcome to Prep Zone Podcast. I'm delighted to have here Coco Crombie and Gabby DeBrito. How are you ladies doing today? Good, how are you? Excellent. Good. All right, um, both you guys have uh, part of the Staples Girls soccer team, varsity for four years. You guys have won two state championships. Uh, you've had a lot of success. And I want to start off uh, with you, Coco. Um, how has the season been so far? Um, I think that this season has been just like a demonstration of us all like coming together really well because in the beginning of the season, like we have 26 people on the roster and 13 of them were new. So we kind of had to like get to know each other a lot better and like really get used to each other's like playing styles and that sort of thing. And I think that we all just like really pulled it together well. And like across the season, we had like a couple of like absences and injuries from like, like I was out for concussion, like a couple of other girls were out for different injuries. Like Talia was out. um, Natalie was out for a bit. Like Sammy was out, but um, when other people were out, then like some of the new people like stepped up, and I think they really had an amazing role in that time. And so we really just pulled it together, and it was. Yeah, I mean, I've been following you guys close this year, and it's been amazing, right? I mean, it's been just so good. Uh, and Gabby, and you guys are defenders, right? And defenders a lot of times don't get the credit they deserve because you're back there doing all their hard work, right? But this year, uh, you and you and Coco have have amazing chemistry back there. So talk about, you know, playing that role back there and how important that is to the team. Yeah, sure. So this is my first year playing center back and Coco's first year too, I guess, even though it's our main position. I played left back the past few years and Coco's been playing center mid. But we both play um, center back together at club. Okay. So that's been a big part of like developing our chemistry and we've also played together since we were young. So I think that that's just contributed to it. And I think we're having a great season so far back there and it's been fun. Yeah, it, in the mentality of defender, I always look at defenders like, you know, I, I'm a lot into music, so I play bass guitar. And bass, bass guitar is like, I get no credit, right? These are the drums, the guitars, right? And it's almost like, feels like you guys, defenders are like that. You're working so hard back there, keeping everything together, right? And then you don't get the interviews, you don't get all that stuff. But Coco, how is it playing back there and working hard for the team and just seeing everything come to fruition when you guys win a game? How does that feel? I think it's really amazing because it's not about like the accolade. It's not about the recognition. It's yeah. more about like just like the joy you feel and seeing like like the joy I feel when I see like Annabelle make an amazing cross and like Natalie tap it in or something like that. I'm just like so proud. And even if like even if I'm just like watching from the back for some of it, it's still like like a win for anyone on the team is a win for everyone on the team. Yeah, and that's why it seems like that answer. That's why you guys are captains, right? It's <laughs> an amazing answer. So, um, Gabby, I want to talk a little bit about McKenzie and Barry. What what has been the impact that they've had on the program since you've been here, and also on you guys off the field? Yeah, they've had a huge impact on all of us. I think they do a really great job of creating like an environment where we're all family, but we also all it's a really competitive environment, and it helps us win. But they're always there helping with literally whatever you need. Um, they just do so much for everyone, and they provide insight about anything and always keep, like, 
keep a good um, face in the times, any times, whenever we're struggling, losing, or and when they celebrate with us. Yeah, it's like, um, Goku, I mean, you, you can add to that. I mean, how is it important to have like a common influence all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. So I like I think that they're kind of like if you're like on a plane and you, you have some turbulence and like you look over to the flight attendant and you like if they're looking calm, then you know it's all right. And like Barry and Mackenzie are just no matter what, they're always calm. Like they're always they have win or loss, like even when it's a win and we didn't play that well, like they have something composed to say that like at the end of the day is something that can help us improve. And it's just really amazing. Yeah. And like you, you mentioned a flight. I've been in a flight where this flight attendant got scared, and like you could <laughs> see in their face, and that freaked me out. Yeah. I know that's like this is it, right? And we're going down. This is the end of it. Um, so, Gabby, I want to talk to you a little bit about off the field, right? So, you guys are seniors coming up. Um, you know, high, high school being over, college is next. What are you looking to do next year? What are you try? You know, what are your plans? Anything in the horizon for you? Um, I mean, I'd like to continue to play soccer in college. I have a few schools where I think it's a possibility, but academics is my priority, so I'm going to focus on that first, and we'll see what happens. You never know. That's awesome. How about you, Coco? Um, pretty much like a similar scenario where like academics for me comes first, and like I also want to continue playing soccer in college, and um, a lot of it is dependent on just like a couple things that will play out and I'll, I'll do everything that I can in my power. But at the end of the day, certain things will be like out of my control. So yeah. we'll just see how it plays out. Yeah. I mean, you do all you can, right? You put yourself in a good situation and you hope that they pan out. Mm. All right. So now I want you guys to share um, a story that's like kind of off the field and inside the team that someone that's, uh, you know, listening to say, well, I didn't know that went on. Just something interesting. In fact, I think you're talking a story about, you know, somebody kicking the ball over the top. Do you mind sharing that oh, uh, with us? Yeah, yeah. So this was in practice like two years ago. And so um, we were doing a shooting drill. And where we practice in Wakeman, there's always a ton of like dog walkers, people just enjoying it. And so when we were doing the shooting drill, this one girl like kicked it over. It went like flying over. But then the problem was that it went flying over and it smacked a lady who was walking like in the head and she like she Man. went down hard. <laughs> and so like everyone ran over and we were like, oh, my gosh, like, is this lady OK? And we were like the, the girl, we were like, Caitlin, like, did you kill her? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, my God. And yeah, so we all ran over. And so now like whenever somebody like kicks it out of bounds and it just goes flying, we're like, oh, hope it doesn't hit Tracy again because that's the name of the lady. So that's like an inside joke you guys will have basically for the rest of your lives, right? Every time yeah. that you do something, you remember that that day, right? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Gab, you talked about academics, right? So can you share like, a, you know, maybe a class or something you did at Staples that really stuck with you these four years? Something that you say, man, this teacher, this class was really special to me. Yeah, I think there's a teacher that's special to me, Mr. Jones. I had him for two classes last year. I had him for physics and AP chemistry. And I just had a really great time with him. He's a great teacher and really fun during class. He tells a lot of interesting stories. And I felt like I just learned so much from him in both of the classes. Yeah, it's like it's, you know, I, I take it back to my, my time and many, many years ago in school. And like teachers can really make the subject special, right? When, when they're interesting, they can really do that. How about, about with you, Coco? Um, I think one class that has really impacted me over my four years was I took this class called We the People, which is like it's a combination of AP Gov and this competition that's like it's kind of based around like constitutional law and that sort of thing. 
And um, yeah, it starts out at states, you go up to nationals, and it's really just amazing because like APGov, a lot of it is history, a lot of it is just like facts on a page, and you can learn about it, but you don't necessarily like see how important it is until you like apply it in real life, and you're like, wow, this is how it impacts me as like an American citizen. That's amazing, and it's like you do competitions, like like a, is it like a more mock trial? How how does that go? Yeah, so it starts out at the state level and then goes up to nationals, and it's kind of more like a congressional hearing. I see, okay. And it's really cool because, like, they pull, like, judges from, like, it's, like, these top lawyers. Like, one of the other groups had, like, past secretary of state. It's, like, really amazing. It is. Well, you mentioned that, like, I'm just thinking about the last series I binge watched, which was Suits. I think it got everybody was doing it, right? And the lawyer world and that stuff is all fascinating to me. I find it so... So intricate at it, and, and like so, it, it does that. Now, um, wh- off the field, Coco, what do you do? What do you do when you're not playing soccer? I one of the things that I love to do is I love to bake. A lot of times, I'll bake for like the team and for like birthdays and stuff. You know, what's your go-to? Uh, des- I guess dessert or, or, or item. Yeah, my my favorite thing is cookie brownies, which is kind of like it's a cookie on top of a brownie. So like the top is crispy and the bottom is like nice and fudgy. Okay, Very good. <laughs> that sounds really good. How about you, Gabby? What do you, what do, you do when you're off the field? Um, I also like to bake, but not as good as Coco. <laughs> um, and I like to read. I read a lot of historical fiction books, and yeah, that's one thing that I like to do. What's uh, one thing that you're lately into? Something you say, this is really good. Is uh, an author, a book that you really for you? Yeah, lately, I don't know, but one of my favorite books that like of all time is All the Light We Cannot See. I don't know. I, I, I don't, but what, what is it about a little bit? Do you mind sharing? Yeah, um, so it's set during World War II, and it kind of takes these two stories. One, um, one is this French girl that's actually blind, so it's like it describes her difficulties of the war and like how she has to get through that. And then the other side of it is this German boy who's an, actually an orphan and sort of his struggles with the war, and like they're both on opposite sides, but then it shows how their stories like intertwine and it's kind of fascinating to see. It is. And like, as you're talking, I was thinking about, you know, I, I love series and one I watched was, uh, I believe it was Amazon Prime. They did the man in the high castle, which was historical fiction as if the U S didn't win the world war two. And then half of the world is controlled by Germany and I mean, not the world, half of the U S is Germany, half the West Japan. And there was like a line in the center where people were like gravitate towards. And I thought that fascinating because it goes into what would have happened, right? If this doesn't happen. And I am a big history buff, so I can tell I gotta, I gotta check that out. So, um, now I just want to go a little bit back into soccer or a little bit in the field. So as we record this, you guys just finished the FCAC uh, tournament. You're going to the state tournament and, you have a first round bye, and then you're going to start playing. Um, by the time this airs, you guys are probably going to be like, you know, in the semis or quarters or something like that. But uh, talk about the difference between playing in uh, Coco with an, an FCAC tournament, which is really, really tough, and a state playoffs where you're playing teams you kind of haven't played before. How do you prepare for that? Yeah, so I think in general with the FCACs, like we know the teams, we've played them for four years, and so... Barry always has specific tactics and stuff that can help us like adjust to each specific team. 
Um, but the thing about states is that like we like last year we played like E.O. Smith, like a high school I'd never even heard of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we didn't. Oh, oh. <laughs> you heard of them somewhere. It's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We we play a bunch of teams that you don't really yeah. know. So yeah. like you just have to like kind of like adjust some of it's on the fly and some of it is like Barry's really dedicated to like watching the games, like scouting out like which players to like watch yeah. out for that sort of thing. So yeah. Just being as prepared as you can. Yeah, and, and Gabby, like, are there, and this is always, I guess, something, you know, it's like Monday morning quarterback, right? You're, you're, when you're out there, you're not playing or you're watching, you always feel like, oh, I would have done this, I would have done that. Is there a lot of re-strategizing that go on, goes on when you're playing a team you don't know, like at halftime or during the game? Is there a lot of that goes on or do you kind of just stick to your game plan? Um, I think we sort of stick to our game plan because I feel like we have, like, a set style of play and we don't try and change that when we play other teams because we just want to stay true to like how we play and if I mean if another team is like playing like completely different and we need to adjust I mean we will and it's sometimes hard to do on the fly but we always work it out and I think we have a really good group of players that are like adapt easily to a lot of different styles of playing so um, it always works out for us. Yeah, it, it does. And you're talking about, you know, you guys are talking about family and teams. Um, when when I'm covering the team and I'm usually I'm on the other side from the sideline and I see that your sideline is very, very active. The girls were not playing ever. They're like they're all over it. Right. You can hear them more sometimes in the crowd. How does that help you guys on, on the field? Go, go. I just think it's an amazing thing to like when you're on the field and like when you're a little bit unsure about a play or something like that. And then like the entire bench is just like, woo, like keep yeah. it up. You got this. Like it's really just like amazing because it's just like a positive force that like they always like we have a huge emphasis on the bench always being like super hype regardless of like winning, losing, up by however many. Like we always just like want to keep like mm -hmm. everyone focused on the field. And one of the ways that we do that is just constantly having people cheering on the side and everyone gets like super into it and it's amazing that's great and then Gabby I want to ask you something because I've seen it done and we kind of see it on social media but I don't know if everybody knows the backstory what's the backstory about getting the cone at the end of the game oh yeah so I think we started that two years ago now mm -hmm. we were having a rough season like yeah so we had just lost a game to Ward, I think mm -hmm. it was, and it wasn't, we lost 3-0. It was just a bad game. Mm -hmm. And we kind of felt that the team culture wasn't there, like the team spirit. We needed to like sort of motivate ourselves in a new way somehow. So we started this tradition. Um, one of the seniors that year sort of brought it to us where we all signed this cone throughout the day. You pass it around, you like find other people on the team during the school day. And it's like fun to like sort of like see everyone and get them all signing it. And then at the end of the game, you give the cone out to the best player of the game. So it's like a really fun tradition that we have. That's interesting. Like, and it's you're saying that I've like I've seen on you know on Instagram like the video the cone. I did not know that it gets passed around during the day. Yeah. Everybody signs it. So it's something that you take home and you keep it, right? That's something all your teammates sign. That's really, really cool. And then I think one of you guys do an interview. Is that a little interview then in the game? How, how, what is that? Yeah, so Evelyn always does an interview of just like, um, she always says this one thing like, how do you feel about the yeah, game? she does it in a British accent. Oh, she yeah. Like, uh, she knights them with a Sharpie and then she's like, yeah. she's like, how do you feel after that performance? Yeah, like, after a brilliant know. performance or something. That That's great. It's in it, in, And I, I think I've said it, it's the little things that really stick with you, right? Maybe it was a tough game or something happened, but you were like, 
wow, okay, that kind of, you know, and then it builds little things like that build families, right? It's, um, again, mentioning shows like one, I've seen a lot of shows and then, it, you know, parents seem to always say like there's little moments or things that will stick with you forever. So that's a great tradition to get started. I hope it stays. It's, that's, that sounds really, really fun, really fun. Well, it's been so great having you guys here. It's been a pleasure. Uh, we always end the podcast with quick hits. So these questions are like, they're a little personal, but not too personal. So what we'll do is I'll ask you guys and then Coco will answer and then Gabby will answer and go back and forth, okay? So we'll start. No right or wrong answer. First thing comes to mind, okay? All right. Morning person or night owl? Night owl. Morning person. All right. Coffee or tea? Tea. Tea. All right. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Dogs. All right. Beach or sightseeing? Beach. Uh, sightseeing. All right. Um, favorite season? Spring. I like winter. Um, introvert or extrovert? Extrovert. Introvert. All right. What is your dream travel destination? Ooh. Um, I don't necessarily have, like, one. I want to see a bunch. Like, I want to... I probably want to go see Spain. Very cool. Um, I don't know. I don't have one. But I think... I'd like to go to Japan. That's cool. Very cool. Okay. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Sweet. Uh, Android or iPhone? iPhone iPhone Instagram or TikTok Instagram uh, TikTok All right your favorite sports to watch other than soccer hmm. um I think synchronized swimming a lot of times can be like something <laughs> weird in the Olympics that's like oh this is cool and different Love that I, <laughs> uh, I like to watch hockey Hockey excellent okay uh fiction or nonfiction Fiction Fiction Math or English Math Math Okay, favorite thing in your room? Um, my couch, good for napping. Uh, I like my books. One thing you can't live without? Um, my sister. Uh, I'll just say my family. Okay, if you could have a dinner or lunch with any person or historical figure, dead or alive, who would that be? Ooh, um, hmm, maybe... Uh, Henrietta Lacks. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Henrietta Lacks. She's like this woman who, um, she was really important to science. They like found her, one of her cells is just like constantly like replicating and they like basically like ripped her off for money, but it was just like, like what she did was like very, very important for science. All right, there you go. That's quick. How about you? Um, sort of similar to that, I guess. Um, Maleva Einstein. She's Einstein's wife, but, um, apparently she did a lot of the work for Einstein's like all of his work but she never got any credit for it so I'd like to no way that. so you've read about that yeah a little bit I don't think I've ever heard that name before it's the first time what's her name again I think it's Maleva Einstein I think and, it, and it's interesting they just had Oppenheimer big movie out and they talked about Einstein and there's no mention right yeah. it's, it's unbelievable that's, that's great alright that's something we have to, to, to go back and touch on I'd love to yeah. do something on that and the last question is if you could go back and relive one day in your life what would that be? Hmm. That's that's a tough one. Um, I don't know. I guess connecting back to GSOC, like maybe like um, two years ago in state champs, like we were so close to like, we were so close. Like it ended up with a tie. We were mm. so close to winning. So like if I could just like go back into that game, like that would be really cool. Awesome. Yeah, I mean – that same year, I mean, we won FCX that year. I'd like to go back to that day again. Mm -hmm. That was really fun. 
Yeah. yeah. Great, great, great memories, right? You bring those off. Yeah. Ladies, thank you so much for being here. It was a pleasure having you. Thank Thanks. You.